R- Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson. Hello and welcome into another edition of State of the Sun Devils alongside Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson. I'm Jeremy Schnell, a postgame edition of State of the Sun Devils. USC takes down the Sun Devils 42-25. to I was wrong. I was close. I said 42-21. to You know, I've just been rolling in correct takes this week. Eh, whatever, Jesse. I, I, the biggest thing is, is I'm sorry. I was wrong. But hey, it's, it's your fault for for a good for a good for a minute there. It's all your fault. Yeah, for a minute there, Jake. I, I I felt like I was pretty close. I mean, they were in the game. It's just it it came down to you got to make the plays that need to be made, such as wrapping Caleb Williams up, bringing him down. You got him to throw a pick for the first time all season. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get the kick return that we were talking about. Right, uh, but Engato was fine at kick returns. Today. No, not saying he he wasn't, but it was one of those where you're going to need the defense to give you a turnover. You're going to need the kicking game and the return game to get you there. I mean, we we thought they got the onside kick. Oh, and we so were, close! For a second, they were like, "Oh, this game isn't over." But Elijah Badger almost made the play of the game. I mean, at the end of the day, the score I think makes it look worse than it actually was. But they were competitive, and then that's honestly what we talked about was all we wanted to see from this game, and we didn't expect them to win this game. I mean, I know you picked them to preseason, but in all honesty... From and last we, week. But from, from what we've <laughs> seen thus far this season, I don't think anyone in their right mind actually thought that ASU was going to pull this off, and for... Jeremy was not good, in his right mind. A good two and a half quarters, midway through the yes. third quarter, after the pick, they had the ball and a chance with a touchdown to take the lead. Even with eight, what was it, five minutes left in the game when they... We thought they got the onside kick, and USC only scored 42 points because they had the short field after the onside kick. Yeah. Let's be real there. But, like, I mean, we had they, they were down by 10. They were down 35 to 25. You know, Jesse, like, it, it, it was close toward the end of the game still. This was the best game of the season for ASU. I know that they, Outside of the first game. They, they blew out an FCS team, but this was the best they've played all season. It was the best that Emory Jones looked until that end of the end of the game interception that was pretty ugly, but, you know, I thought he made crisper throws. He was more accurate tonight. He Is crisper a word? Yes. Or is it more crispier? Crisper? crisper? Isn't that the, uh, like the DNA thing? I don't know. I think it was crisper. I'm I pretty think sure that's what crisper is. I think it's crispier... Crispier throws. I think he more made, crisp. Yeah, he made throws that were more crisp tonight, and he hit his <laughs> he hit his targets more. The interception at the end was really bad, but <laughs> really heck, bad. Heck, heck of a job! <laughs> heck of a job by him of making the tackle on the play. So yeah, he didn't quit. You know, I liked his his mood on the bench after the game. You know, he seemed like he really didn't like this loss, which I liked. And you know, so I I. Also credit to tackling the uh, returner on the interception. Yeah, yeah, Jesse just said that. I just said Didn't that. give it up. <laughs> I just said that. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah I, it's 11 p.m. 11 it's okay. p.m. <laughs> I'm looking up CRISPR one, one it is a four. DNA sequence thing. One and four. Uh, yeah, but I thought Emory played pretty well, and... I like that he ran a little bit more. He still needs to slide, dude. Like, like, just go down. Just like sit <laughs> on the ground. I guess Arm didn't teach him how to slide. No, <laughs> before he before he got departed. Um, no, it, he needs to figure out how to slide. Like, come on, dude. 
Figure but it out. I and, have, and, and, I have you, hold on. Before learn, I, before, learn from Russell Wilson. Before, before, yeah, <laughs> ASU country, let's ride. Uh, <laughs> before I move on to, or before I let you speak, Jeremy, I did notice one thing about Emory Jones. So in the first game of the season, Emory Jones was wearing a shut helmet. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Then he went to a Riddell helmet. Now he's back in a shut helmet. He played well in the first game, and he played well tonight. So... I think it's you know you just got to feel so comfortable. So no speed flex is what we're saying. No, no, he's in the uh, he's in the Air XP. It's a, it's also a great. We don't, we don't want a speed flex. We don't want a speed. We want Air XP Emory okay. Jones. Air XP Emory Jones good. Speed flex Emory Jones bad. Look good, feel good, play good, baby. I, I know. I, I think, shout out Helmet Stalker Jesse. Yeah, shout out Helmet Stalker. You know maybe <laughs> maybe they will post about Emory Jones. Actually, they they do some college some college. I, I don't know if. 23 of 32, 243 yards, a touchdown and interception is going to get you on helmet stalker. Ran for a score. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like we said, Emery had his best game of the season today. Until the interception. Yes. Um, Throwing down the field, he was pretty good. Um, He had that touchdown to Valaday and also that really nice throw to, I believe it was Andre Johnson on the left side as well, um, that led to a score later in that drive. But, um, yeah, no, I, I thought Emory looked fine until the second half. Um, I, I want to talk about the offense a little bit because once we got to the second half, I think it slowed down a little bit when it comes to the running game. They seemed like they wanted to run between the tackles at the start of the second half, which I thought was weird because in the first quarter and the second quarter, running outside was what was working for both Valade and Ngata. And I'm glad I, I, they were more involved tonight. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean they got they made an effort in yes. the first drive of the game to get them involved. Yes, and you saw what happened. I mean, Valdez's first run of the game was a first down. Um, but yeah, I thought if they continued to run the ball to the outside a little bit more and get those stretch plays going, I thought they they could have had a, a better chance of coming out with a victory here here tonight. Um, and we we talked about it the other day when it, when it comes to the defense of USC though and uh, that former Sun Devil on that side, Eric Gentry. Oh boy, is he good! <laughs> yeah, he's he's a good player and he he really showed up when it mattered the most. Well, yeah, he wasn't great in the first yeah, half, but, but then in the but second the, half he showed up. on it, the first four plays of the second half. It was Gentry, 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 Gentry. I, like I, I don't know how it how, how it works with him. Like he looks like a wide receiver, and he's or like a he's tight six, end. Six. He, he he looks like I just don't know how he does what he does because he just has like no weight on his frame, and he plays linebacker. It just doesn't make any sense to me, but. You know, there's players that have been like that in college before. I guess that he he's a very good player. Um, he showed up in the second half. I miss having him on ASU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake, I wanted to get your uh, your takes on just the running game in general uh, and, and what you thought. Obviously, the first half looked good, but what did you think about the second half? I mean, it was probably a halftime adjustment that USC saw getting gashed on the outsides like that, and then obviously you gotta you gotta fix that. The biggest thing was ASU in the third quarter had two three and outs. And yeah. USC punted one time all game, mm-hmm. like sleep Dalton right at half. I believe I said to Jesse, Sleepy. USC punted more times than ASU did in the first half. Like that's insanity, just to say out loud going into this game yeah. what we were expecting, and then the fact that USC had three drives not result in scores, and it was one punt, one interception, and then end of the game they took a knee. The one drive ASU didn't score on in the first half was this just the one running play that led to halftime. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, which we need to get into. The, we need to get into the clock in general. 
That that drive at the end of the first half, they should have tried to score. They, you're, they, you're, your kicker's very good. Yes, your kicker's very good, and you're one in three. Who cares? Uh, you know, you should maybe the thing obviously, is you're obviously getting the you ball at care. half. Yeah, that's true, but but you could with an opportunity to take the lead. Yeah, but you could you get the ball on the twenty four yard line. You on the first play of that drive, you had you had the ball with thirty two seconds left. First play of that drive, you get six yards. You get to the thirty yard line. You have. How many? I think it was two timeouts at that point. Yeah, they they should have they should have tried to move the ball down the field and get a field goal because then you get points and the ball. So I, De- I just don't. Devil's understand. advocate, no pun intended. What if he throws a pick? What if <laughs> it, he? Strips, it doesn't. It, it doesn't really that. matter. They're one and three. I, under, one and three. I understand really you wanting matter. to be aggressive, but be aggressive. They were aggressive your, in the first half as it is. They went. They put yourself went for in Aguano's shoes. You are only down four, and you're getting the ball to start it, the yeah, second but half. I, I, but you have they're to go, one and three. What you're you're just you're not so you're not supposed to win this game and you have to be perfect yeah, to win this game. You're not supposed to win the game. So just do everything do everything possible to try to crazy. win the game. Like they even Onside they went kick. for it on fourth down in, in this kick, game when they probably fourth, shouldn't have. You know, and they do got everything it. you can possibly do to try to pull out a miracle win. And you know, they played like they were a three and one team, and I don't understand. To that. go back to Iguana's basketball analogy, I feel like. <laughs> In this instance, you just want to start chucking up threes. Yeah, why not? Exactly, because why not? And it's like, okay, well, you're still within. A, you're you're still with. It's a it's a one score game, a touchdown, and you take the lead. I don't necessarily love that he didn't try. Maybe a short pass play, but I can understand not having any faith in what we saw from the offensive line down the stretch. That a strip sack would have been very doable, and then now you're down ten instead of four. We're down 11 instead of 4 going into halftime. Yeah, but like, it doesn't really matter that I mean, much. Again, like, he's trying to keep his job too. He doesn't want to just I agree, go out there. I and, agree, but I think that I think this would have saved his job a little bit more than, than just being conservative, because that's what Herm did. They had multiple chances in the third quarter to take the lead. That's literally all you could have asked for. Yeah. And, and then I, I want to go into the second half too, because the clock management the second half wasn't great they weren't huddling enough i mean they were huddling too much they weren't hurrying up enough you know i i think that if they just needed to show a little bit more of a sense of urgency tonight because aguano was really mad toward the end of the game when asu decided to huddle with just under 2 minutes left yeah he was telling them to go yeah just go like <laughs> again i think i think you you put all the chips in the middle in a game like this here i do want to say one thing though are we going to talk about the fact that the defense like Pretty good, but the but in terms of like the drives, like you didn't stop them. You stopped them twice. Yeah, but they're USC with Caleb Williams. He's a top three quarterback in the country. I or, it, Oregon State it, held him to seventeen. Well, Oregon couple, State's better than ASU. Here, here, here's what I I'll say about that. A couple of the plays were flukes, like the one where he was basically down in the end zone, just chucked it up, and then his receiver caught it. Yeah. Also, yeah. also he threw a. Caleb Williams threw a touchdown tonight where he was looking for another receiver and it went to the the another receiver that was just there. On the one you just mentioned, was that to Marcus Davis or Roe Torrance who went for the pick and it was like it just happened to go it over? It was his Torrance. Head. Yeah, that was that was a weird play too. If that was a bullet throw, that's that's six for ASU. Yes. That's literally a touchdown. Yeah, he just that, that was a weird play. There. So I think the defense they did okay. Nesta Jade Silvera, he's running around out there. <laughs> he also squirted yeah, it's court Williams, which is that. Don't do that when you're one and three. I, I think it was just a playful thing. Yeah. I, I, also, still, what is just, what, it, what is Caleb Williams going to do to Nesta? 
I like don't know. just the athlete to athlete, I think Nesta's got the <laughs> size advantage. But I think he Caleb does. Williams could run away from him is the thing. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, we saw Nesta come in from like out of the screen to just make a massive hit. Well, Caleb Williams, they showed it on the replay. Caleb Williams hadn't even thrown the ball yet, and Nesta just turned around. He was ready. He was ready to go and tackle whoever caught it. <laughs> Jeremy, can we talk about the thing that we need to talk the most about, though? I'm listening. USC's towel guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember? Did you see this, Jake? Yeah, they, that's been a thing forever, man. They are way too into it. There was like five of them just surrounding our defensive back there. Like He, he like made a nice tackle out of bounds. Like The coverage was pretty good on that play. They just like pushed the guy out of bounds. This is L.A. There's people on the sideline just for the clout. <laughs> like that's, that's true. And, 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 Jerry Rice was there. Why? Why? <laughs> what Oregon, is he doing? Or, uh, where, where did no? He didn't go to Oregon State. I think his kid did. Right? Did he go to Rice? I'm out. Uh, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Fine. Money. <laughs> Money. Um, Mississippi uh, Valley State. That right. is right. Yeah. yeah, and also uh, that reminds me of uh, who am I thinking of? The old Bulls player that went to Arkansas State. Uh, Thank you, uh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Dennis Rodman went to like Southwest Oklahoma State or Southeast oh, Oklahoma and, State and, Community uh, College. And or Brett something. Favre went to Southern Miss. And, yeah, yeah, we know how that's turning out. Yeah. That's, you know, why do you have to bring up Brett Favre in this situation, Jeremy? Favre. Um, anyway, I had a Brett Favre Jets jersey as a kid. Anyway. Um, no one's you're just going to move to, on from that horrible jersey choice by me. To, what are your thoughts on the defense, Jake? Because it sounds like you're not very impressed, and I was pretty impressed today. Well, I mean, if, if we just look at the drive chart, they scored six touchdowns. Let's take the last touchdown out of it, because like you said, it's a short field. It was on, 39 the, on, it was on the onside yeah. kick, whatever. So we got one, two, three, four in the first half. Three of them were touchdowns. They got the one stop, and then... You get an INT in the end zone, and then you allow two more touchdowns. So it's like the defense didn't really slow them down. I mean, they they just went down the field. And I think the most frustrating part for me, and I think every fan, was just literally watching Caleb Williams be in a position where somebody had him wrapped up, somebody had a hand on him, he should have been tackled, and he dances around and not only gets out of it, Gets a first down. Mm -hmm. And we were talking earlier before the game was over how that's so deflating to you defensively that's going to just add to the fatigue. Gives you confidence on the offensive side of the ball, talking about USC. And it just kept going and going and going. And it was just like eventually they're going to get in the end zone. You know, this feels like a Todd Graham uh, defense here where just nobody can tackle. And... Yeah, Todd Graham's defense is. I, I I literally would. That was when I was a student. And yeah. I always joke like I just don't think they practice it. No, they don't practice tackling. They just it, too in yeah, touch. It, it yeah. just it just seems like this team can't really tackle. They they blow a lot of tackles. Well, it's not even that. It's just that like they over pursue or it, it, again uh, Todd Graham. That's what I saw when I, the one year that I really paid attention to Todd Graham football, which was last year. Yeah, it just. Not great. A lot of fifteen, a lot of fifteen-yard gains that could be like five-yard gains. Dude, Kyle Sully, man, he's great. They're, they've got some players, but so did Todd Graham's defenses. <laughs> Kyle Sully's going to end up having the most tackles in the league. Like yeah. he leads every game he plays in. Mm-hmm. He's like Jordan Simone. He was the. <laughs> he's just the last line of defense. <laughs> well, actually, 
Technically, he's the second level, but... We'll, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, he, he he runs down guys in the secondary. We've seen it. Got a third sack of the season tonight. Uh, I was just going to bring Corey that Bethley's up. Corey has been pretty good. Yeah, but uh, it, the fact that the, it had to come from a safety. Can you we know, talk like, about how sad this Not that that's a bad is. thing, but like... <laughs> We're just the like, defensive line... Did get there at, at times. It was a Trevez Moore had him. He was I literally just, on his back, and somehow he got out of it. I just think that the fact, and, and I want to talk about the secondary a little bit because you brought up the the sack from a safety. the The fact that they were not able to cover the receivers in space, and that those guys were able to get so wide open underneath, and it was just so deflating. Like you brought up, how like fatigue will get to these guys. Like when Williams runs for a first down, but what about like the dinking and dunking and the eleven yard plays, the the six yard plays that they give, were able give to give your athletes the ball in space? Yeah. You know? hey, hey, Jeremy. This is Lincoln Riley, coached offense. Jeremy, I have, I have a little bit of a news flash for you. What's up? ASU, not very good. Well, <laughs> and when you start out one and four, I don't think a lot of people would call you very good. But hey, yeah, they showed just... they showed heart. They showed fight tonight. Yeah, um, the offense looked. Pretty good, except for, you know, how many straight drives without points there in the third quarter. Three, um, two, three and outs. Yeah, not you see, great. You see, the, the, I feel like, you know, this podcast tonight, we've just been like... Moral search, victories. Ser- searching in a little hat of like, let's pull out this little like paper that says the one little thing that they did well tonight. Speaking of which, penalties. They won the yeah, penalty. Yeah, there won we the, go! They won the penalty battle, Jake. Woo! Jake. Well, it depends on what you define as the penalty battle. If we're talking about quantity, yes, they won seven to eight. If we're talking about yards, they lost sixty nine to sixty three. Again, so which one? Which one matters the most? Again, Jake, what we are doing here is we are sifting through a bunch of negatives to find the few positives from the game. Here's the a positive. So we're a positive show. One for one on fourth. Yeah, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Well, and they seven went- for thirteen on third down. Compared to what we've yeah. seen, that's pretty uh, good. Including, there was a third and eleven that they got at the start of the third quarter as, as no, well. They had a couple third and longs that they yeah. converted. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it uh, was it Brian Thompson who had that? Oh, with had the that crazy catch, catch? Yeah. The, the, the deflection, <laughs> the and then he drill. just caught it. <laughs> but, but here's one on going back. back to the defense. USC's eight for nine on third. Yeah, it, you, you can't do that no. in a game where you're you have to be perfect. You can't have that. No, and it, it came down to Caleb five Williams. sacks again. It came down to Caleb Williams. I mean, he ran for three hundred. I mean, he threw for three hundred forty-eight yards, and he ran for forty-four yards, and that does not include the sack. You know, I really wanted to jump into a pool with all of my clothes on tonight. Well, we should have made that Tempe Town Lake. No, oh, gosh, I can't believe people swim in that. Shout thing. out Sun Devil Try. Um, shout out Sun Devil Soccer. Yeah. yeah, that team's freaking good. Shout out to swim and dive too. <laughs> they have no, they have uh, no losses, one draw. How many? Four, four or five wins now. The comeback win over Cal, mm-hmm. which is on Friday night, and we're recording this obviously on Saturday night, almost Sunday morning. Yeah, they play. Uh, they play tomorrow. I do know that mm-hmm. at uh, one p.m. at uh, Sun Devil Soccer. Yeah, they had stadium. almost two thousand people at the game on Friday night. Standing yeah. room only. Mm-hmm. It's packed. Yeah, maybe they'll have to start moving their games to Sun Devil Stadium, and then football can play at Sun Devil Soccer Complex. <laughs> great, that's great, Jesse. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. Come on. <laughs> so we talked about towel guys. We talked about the clock. We talked about penalties. We uh, we didn't talk about next week because uh, we have a show for that. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask just 
quickly, eye test or gut feeling based on what you saw. I don't know if you guys watched Washington and UCLA, but based off of that, I know every week is a different week because USC was completely different tonight than they were last week. How are we feeling going into Washington? Well, going into the season, I believe I picked ASU to beat Washington. I, I believe I did too. This game is going to be at 1 p.m. at Sun Devil Stadium. Yeah, but you got Penix at quarterback coming off a loss. Yeah, he's good. He used to play for Indiana. I didn't know that he was at Washington until like two weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't know he was still eligible to play. Because again, again, <laughs> like y- y- you've got to really like... Don't tell Troy Aikman he went to Indiana. <laughs> That was that was a good one. Look that up if you haven't heard about it. But uh, yeah, so I didn't really know he was there. You, you've got to kind of look through all the teams to figure out where these college quarterbacks are because they're like baseball free agents moving. Like I have no idea. Like I I, I, I see it in Delora. Yeah, I see like I see like these new or these quarterbacks that I used to hear about at other it's other like Billy colleges. Hamilton just showing up yeah. on a playoff roster. Yeah, he just shows up on a playoff <laughs> roster or th- this quarterback shows up, you know, at a certain school like I forget who App State's quarterback was, but I was like that guy still has eligibility. <laughs> so it, it's just a wild What's time. His name Bryce or something, right? Chase Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I've been uh I think I've been I've been like that guy still has eligibility. It's like a sixth or seventh year senior starting quarterback for somebody, so that's kind of insane. But yeah, you know, one p.m. start. You know, I'm feeling good about the Sun Devils in this one. I do not like the fact that Washington is coming off of a loss. I yeah. think they'll, they'll come in. Uh, you know, they might storm into Tempe and do some damage. But again, one p.m. game in Tempe. It's gonna be like 95 degrees. Thanks. I don't know. I'm if Washington... so excited to be on the field for that one, guys. I don't really think it's gonna be that big of a factor like, washington plays in like seattle seattle weather is just it's cold not and like rainy. seattle it's seattle they play in thanks the jeremy seattle, yeah. <laughs> isn't it on the outskirts it's uh northern saturday's seattle. forecast 92 and partly cloudy so i don't know if that'll be that oh, much please be cloudy i'm begging you please be cloudy. you guys are hey, in the press hey, box jeremy, fine, guess what but, yeah. guess what what get over it <laughs> Appreciate that. You guys are so nice to me. Um, anyway, Jesse, when are you paying off your bet? We still need Is there to not a late fee? It's been six weeks. <laughs> late fee? Six <laughs> weeks? Do we add an extra? We're five games into the season. This was a preseason bet. <laughs> do we do we add an extra side of guac every time, every week? I told, I told them it should be the late fee. It's a free what about guac. Chipotle queso? How do you guys feel about that? Ugh. It's not great. Well, it got worse after they got the queso blanco instead of the old uh, queso that they had. Okay, I feel like queso blanco is just generally always better than the regular. No, the queso. old queso was like nice. It had a little kick to it. The queso blanco is just like, eh. not payola, by the way, Chipotle. Yeah, this is not sponsored, by the way. But we—that's what I mean by not yeah. payola, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Jesse. Um, that's gonna do it for this edition of uh, post game. Uh, Check out Jake's Devils, content uh, on ArizonaSports.com. Maybe. Because Jeremy won't. <laughs> Jer- yeah, Jeremy won't. And I, I'm just here. Make sure to tune into pregame and postgame um, on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM or on ESPN 620 every week when uh, Jeff Munn does his pregame and postgame show. He does a great job, and he always talks about us on there, and we really appreciate it. Um, ASU Falls... To USC, what was it, 40, 41, 42, 42-25, something like that. It wasn't great, um, but um, you know but what hey, was great? We had a positive show today. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Are you still on the Shana Guano, before we go, are you still on the Shana Guano bandwagon? Yes. That's it? 
what else do you ask me a yes or no question? I said yes. <laughs> do you care to elaborate? You're literally a host on this show. You can talk however much you want, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of trying to go home. Go to sleep. Up against the clock here. There's, take there's Cowboys break. tomorrow. Come on. There, there's Cowboys tomorrow. Got to be up early for that. Yeah, football team. Um, the earliest teams at t- earliest games at 10. I hate cheering for an East Coast team. No, the earliest games at 6 a.m. Oh, we got the London game. Yeah, yeah. yeah you That's can right. get up. At, you can get up in the morning for Kirk Cousins versus Andy Dalton. I'm gonna, Dalton I'm gonna if you get up to. at 5:45 a.m. for the Manchester Derby. Yeah, the, I was just about to say our friend Danny is gonna be at the Manchester Derby tomorrow. Danny Shapiro, shout out Danny Shapiro. Probably won't come on this podcast ever. His takes are a little spicy. There, it's just there's a lot of years, as, as a lot of Devils fans know, there's just like a lot of years of disappointment, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's whip around the Pac-12 actually before we go, so we can kind of see what we're up against here um, when it comes to standings. Wise, I, I know we're one and four at this point, but I, I just kind of want to take a look at you know the teams that are usually bad that are ahead of us right now. Um, Arizona's three and two; they're one and one in the conference. Washington's four and one, one and one in the conference. Cal is three and two, one and one in How? the conference. <laughs> Washington State is four and one, one and one in the conference. Big Oski guy though. Um, and then of course the teams up top: Oregon three and one, Utes four and one, UCLA five and zero, oh, Trojans five and zero. Oh. UCLA with a big win over Washington. We just DTR touched on that. is a QB. Let me tell you. And then uh, Oregon State looked good against USC last week. I'm kind of scared for them. Utah's the best team in the conference. I'm still going to say that. Yeah, and, and yeah. we were talking Overall, about... Overall, yeah, I'd agree with that. And we were also talking about how USC just has so many new guys on that team, so we don't know when they're in a big game how they're going to react to that. Anyway, that's just a look at the conference and what we're looking at for the road ahead. Stanford is losing to Oregon right now, 45-20. to 20. Um, That game will be over by the time you are listening to this. Um, Make anyway. sure to check out Florida and Eastern Washington tomorrow, 9 in the morning on a football Saturday. <sighs> or I mean a football Sunday, I'm sorry. Eastern Washington. Should be on a Saturday, but uh, I'll also, I, I should, I should say, though, I should say uh, thoughts and prayers with everyone affected by Hurricane Ian. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, I think I think in this scenario, maybe just cancel the Florida-Eastern Washington game instead of moving to a Sunday. Probably the right move there. Football, man. Um, USC defeats ASU 42-25. Thanks for listening to this edition of State of the Sun Devils for Jesse Morrison and Jake Anderson. I'm Jeremy Schnell. Have a good night. Ciao.